Right now, it is Devin McCourty, and Devin is brought to you by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in one week. Just visit Zooty.com for details. Devin, also brought to you by Shaw's, perfecting the art of fresh since 1860, and by Catches Law Group, and he joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Devin, how are you? Good morning, man. How you doing? Doing good. Phone the phone does can phone sound okay? We're gonna we're, we're, you're, are you calling on Julian Edelman's old phone that he used to call this show on, Devin? No, I, I was just talking the sound of fine of the producer. Oh, that sounds better. All right, that sounds better right there. I wanted to uh, start off on a non-football note and talk a little bit about something we have discussed with you on this show before, and that is William Allen who you had advocated for when it comes to his sentence being commuted. And I'm, uh, I'm guessing that you're excited that Governor Baker said yesterday that he is going to commute the sentence of, of William Allen. I wanted to ask you uh, how you came to know his story and, and what made you decide to get involved and advocate for him. Yeah, a friend of mine, Rasan Hall, uh, is the first person who uh, he reached out to me and said, um, I think this case could use your voice. And he said, I think uh, you would be interested in being involved in any way that you can. And uh, when I heard the story and then I got an opportunity to speak uh, to William uh, right away, I just wanted to be involved. You know, the story, um, you know, obviously with the laws changing and, you know, him going to prison for life, you know, it wouldn't have been the case today if the same crime was committed um, and then just his journey uh, in the prison system and how he rehabilitated himself, how all he wanted to do was help other people. Um, I thought it would be a, a great opportunity for me to help out. So uh, for me, yesterday was so cool just to see uh, so many guys on our team who, you know, had learned a story from me and, and decided to get involved, players, coaches, um, how so many of them were like, man, that's great, um, walking around the building, talking about it. You know, to me, that's just the impact. Um, when you do things off the field, it can have on, you know, you, other people around you. I told my wife yesterday she got goosebumps. So um, to be a part of somebody's life that, you know, is in prison for life and now uh, can look forward to a day where they have freedom uh, was very rewarding yesterday. And he's a guy who was at a robbery in which a murder was committed, right? He, Someone else was convicted of, yes. of, of that murder and he has served 27 years already, correct? Yes, he was involved, uh, committed a robbery with another person. The other person uh, killed the guy. But that guy, when uh, uh, he took a plea deal and plead to second degree, while William felt like he didn't kill anyone, so he went to trial. Um, and joint venture felony uh, was the case. And if you're involved in a felony crime and anything that happens, uh, you take full responsibility. So he was sentenced to first-degree murder, which was life in prison, and he served 27 years uh, of that sentence. Well, uh, uh, amazing, amazing what, what your voice and the voice of others has done. So, um, congratulations on that, and uh, it's, a, it's a it's a really really interesting story. Good work. Uh, on to football, and on to a, a topic that we've been discussing on on the show here. Uh, this team. Prior to the bye, Devin was uh, was on a roll, seven-game win streak, uh, and has struggled a little bit after the bye. 
Um, I was wondering if uh, if you if if uh, if the, if the guys on this team have been able to look at that bye week and suggest that uh, that, that that something uh, having it there have it fall have it having it fall there uh, was not a good thing for this football team or is that just the way that this goes? Um, honestly, I, like we haven't thought about it this week. I mean, there's there's nothing we can do about it. It's it's really been about turning the page. We got opportunity to play in the playoffs and, and go out to Buffalo and, and try to get a win. Um, and I think that's what everybody's been focused on. You know, it's you know whether you want to go back to the bye week, to last week, to you know the last four or five weeks. Um, you know, it's all going to be kind of the same. And you know, I think there's nothing we can do about that. Um, but I think if we continue to, if we just focus on that, then we might as well not even go to Buffalo because, you know, we're here now in the playoffs. I think we talk about it every year. All the regular season things, all that's kind of thrown out the window once you get to the playoffs because it's all about who plays well that day. Um, and, you know, I think for us, that's what we're trying to focus on. We only got two days on a short week uh, to go out to Buffalo uh, against a team that's playing good football that beat us the last time we played them. Um, it's going to be a, a tall task, but I think guys have been locked in and uh, trying to get ready to go out there for Saturday night. Devin, when you look at, you know, you talk about turning the page and the playoffs is a new season and starts, everybody starts at 0-0. Zero, zero. How, how much of a factor does it plan to experience when you look at, you know, you have guys in that locker room that have been there before and that maybe can communicate to some of the younger guys or guys that had never been in the playoffs before, like, yo, this is a new season, and that's the most important thing. Does that experience factor help when it comes to, you know, getting that message across to your teammates? Yeah, I mean, I think it's coming from all different angles, you know, from the coaching staff, from the from some of the experienced players. And um, I think we always talk about that, like the experience and, and guys telling other guys and all that. But you know, you know how it goes. We get all comes down to what we go out there and do Saturday. We can continue to talk about things and, and do things in practice the right way, and you know, show guys like, hey, well, this is zero zero season. You know, number one seed, six seed, fifth seed. None of that stuff matters once you get out there on the field. Um, but it's all about going out there and playing to it. But we've had all those talks this week, and you know, um, even moving on past the Miami game, you know, it was about hey, we're here now. we got an opportunity to go out there and play in the playoffs. What everybody dreams of when you start the season, it's only 14 teams left. Um, we got to try to, you know, be one of those teams that advance. Um, so that's been the goal this week, and, and I think guys are still going to push towards that uh, with these last couple of days we have going into Saturday. Devin, preparation-wise, obviously you bring up that you've seen this team before, you have film on them, but they also have film on you guys. When you go into the playoffs – as somebody who's been there before, would you pre- prefer to go against a team that you know so well, or or do you want to see a, a team that that doesn't have that tape on you and, and it's a it's a new situation? Um, I will say it, it kind of falls in the same boat as far as um, you know. There's already a whole season worth of film, and once you get in the playoffs, like all of that gets broken down. You know, it's it's you know usually our breakdown is like three or four games. You know, maybe every once in a while. You might reach out to five games, but uh, once you get to the end of the season, like everyone's breaking down all of the games. Even if you only put four games in the report, you've watched all of those games. You you study everything. 
um, because you know it's it's your last shot. You know, you win this, you go forward. If not, you know, that's the end of the season. So you put everything you got into it. So whether it's a team that um, you've seen a couple times or, or the first time you played them, um, you study them a lot. And I will say that the biggest difference is just the speed and the personnel you know firsthand because you've been on the field with these guys where sometimes uh, when you're playing somebody for the first time, even though you watch film, you still got to get adjusted to seeing some of the players, you know, full speed and different things like that uh, in person where we won't have that element and neither will they um, because we've played each other so many times. Our staff meteorologist Chris Curtis told me that the real feel is going to be 10 below at game time Saturday. Devin, would that would that be the coldest game that you've that you've played in, or uh, what what is the coldest game that you've ever played in? Uh, it'll be one of them. I mean, it it all determines like what it actually is. I remember a couple years ago when we went to Kansas City for that playoff game. It started off being like I think it was calling like an Arctic blast or something, <laughs> and then I think it ended up feeling like maybe two degrees. I think I played in Denver uh, when it felt like maybe three degrees or something. So. Uh, this will be right up there with, you know, a couple of these games that I've played um, that was really cold around zero degrees or, you know, with the wind chill felt like negative. So we'll have to see, like, exactly what it'll be. But I think at the end of the day, everybody knows Saturday night it'll be cold and it'll come down to who plays the best football, uh, not, you know, how cold it is and, and what the weather actually ends up being. Well, Devin, you talk about your familiarity with the team. So it, it, as far as the Buffalo Bills – and the one thing I, I think from watching the game, uh, the last time you played them, which allowed them to win the football game, was Josh Allen's ability to improvise and make plays. What do you have to do as a defense to make sure that you're not allowing him to kind of make those plays with his legs where he can roll out, run, or he can roll out and throw the football? He can make those plays that, you know, as a defense, maybe you can only cover for so long when a quarterback's scrambling. What's the main focus coming up against Buffalo when you're defending Josh Allen and that you have to make sure you do a great job of Saturday night? Yeah, I think, like you said, we can't allow him to, to buy time forever, uh, like especially when he gets outside the pocket. He, I mean, he's just dangerous. Uh, the ability to run or the ability to still throw the ball down the field. Um, so we got to do a better job of getting pressure to him and getting him down on the ground. Um, but I also think we got to do a better job of, of making some of our own plays uh, in the game. You know, when, when guys can buy time and improvise, um, that's a skill set that, you know, even when you can try to contain it, you know, a guy like Josh Allen, he's still going to be able to make uh, some of those tough plays because you can't, you can't really prepare for some of the things that he can do out on the field. Um, but I think, you know, within the game, you know, some of those plays that he makes, Defensively, we got to try to make our own plays in the game that will kind of balance that out or give us the edge. When when you have those kind of plays, it makes a big difference. Trying to create turnovers on defense makes a difference. So um, we got to do those things, I think, effectively as a defense uh, to help balance out some of the plays he'll be able to make. Um, because there's other times where you're going to have a play uh, called perfectly and, you know, he's going to make a guy miss and now – they'll have an advantage and you got to get them on the ground or you got to get to where the ball's going in the air. So um, that's it. that's what you have to combat when you play against really good players in this league um, is trying to go out there and make some of your own good plays. 
Devin, I know all your focus is on the Bills right now, but Tom Brady launched his Brady uh, brand yesterday. Just wondering if you got a PR package, pricey items on the website, but if, you, if you've been able to try out any of, of the clothing items. I have not. Um, uh, I saw the launch. I, I saw it on Instagram, but I did not get to check out uh, what the what the website and stuff looked like. So if you guys talk to them, you can send them my address down here at Patriot Place. I'll take anything. $375 for a hoodie, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, Devin, I just was uh, curious to get your thoughts on Brian Flores being fired uh, after he had his second consecutive winning season with the Dolphins. And uh, is there any shot, Any I know you guys are very open about things that go on inside the walls of uh, Gillette Stadium, <laughs> any shot that he's coming back in any capacity to the Patriots? Uh, I have no idea about that last part. Uh, but it seems like he's going to have quite a few interviews for head coaching jobs. Um, but I, I think, you know, I think obviously Flo's done a great job down there, uh, like you said, back-to-back winning seasons uh, and all of that. But I think it also shows uh, – you know, you saw a lot of people tweeting it. Just being a, a black coach in the NFL, like you, you don't have the same type of leniency, or you know, you have a, a tighter leash, as people should say. Um, when you go out there and you coach, you know, I think you know now we're down to two black coaches in the NFL as head coaches. Um, so it'll be interesting to see this cycle around. Who gets uh, another? Does Flo get another opportunity, or be enemy from Kansas City? So, um, but I think it's something that you know has been talked about in the league. Uh, over the last few years, and, you know, we'll see if it improves or not. Um, but it, it was definitely, you know, I think surprising for a lot of people, um, you know, obviously in that building from talking to my brother, but also people around the NFL. So um, we'll see how it all shakes out kind of. But um, it's always a rough time of year, you know, watching uh, some of these coaches that you've gotten to know, um, you know, get released from their jobs. And, you know, you understand because you know their families and, you know, having to move and do different things. Uh, same time of year that we talk about players at the end of training camp getting released and having to start over again, all of that. You know, I think that's the part of the business um, that's tough for everybody, but, you know, it's also a part of the business. Well, and uh, Gerard Mayo getting an interview with Denver. What, 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 what in your mind, what would make him a, a great head coach? Um, no, I love Mayo. I think, you know, I think the world of Mayo, what he can do as a, obviously what he's done at a, as a player, um, but, you know, who he is as a leader and all of those things. So um, I'm excited for him. I know he's excited, but, you know, I think out of respect to him, I saw he did an interview. He talked about just being focused on the season and, and finishing the season the right way. Um, but after the season, I'll talk about males as a head coach all, all day, but um, I don't want to have to talk about something and then he had to talk about it. But um, I think he's a great dude, and, you know, obviously he's going to continue to move up in this league. All right, Devin. Devin, one more last question. I know we talked to Ninkovich yesterday, and I and I asked him about this. Um, you know, uh, norm, normally when when Bill wins the toss, he usually likes to defer. Um, as a defensive player, do you like sometimes for the offense to go out there and receive? So now you know what you have to do as a defense based on what your offense does. Um, I would say just because I've only played here, we've always done that. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I'm used to going out there and starting on defense. I think the, the thing that, you know, for us is we need to do a better job. You know, we start off on defense. The point is to go out there and get a stop so the offense can get the ball, and then, you know, we can get the ball coming out of halftime. So, um, But it, it looks crazy because we keep going out there giving up touchdowns, uh, which kind of defeats the purpose. So 
Um, I know for me, it's expected. Like, I always know if we win, it's also usually deferred. Um, so I, I thought of it more of doing it. We need to do a better job uh, with that um, and not give up an opening touchdown or points um, so that we can get this kind of second-half swing. I thought you were going to ask him about confidence. Well, no, I, that's whether, – that's... Whether, the, the, whether the D – does the – Wiggy talked about this the other day. Uh, does, does this defense have confidence in Mac Jones? I mean, does the defense have confidence in itself is what we focus on. Like, we can't control what happens on offense. I think if we go out there and play good defense, we give our, our chance, give our shot, ourselves a shot to win. Um, but if we don't play well on defense, I mean, we can't sit here and worry about what the offense and Mac are going to do. Um, and I think that's been proven. Like, you, you watch the games. I mean, even this last game, we had a shot to win if we make a play on defense. So, um, it's not about, you know, I don't think football is about the other side of the ball, worrying about the other side. Like, if you worry about your side of the ball, you usually have a shot to win because the other side of the ball will do something to help you win. So um, I think that's been the focus, you know, of the whole team. And when we've done that well, we haven't had to worry about the other side because we complimented each other and we won games. When, you know, when we don't do that well, you know, I would say both sides kind of let the team down, and that's resulted in losing. All right, Devin. Well, big one on Saturday, and you'll uh, you'll notice that you taught me a lesson. I didn't bring anything up uh, purposefully <laughs> that that may have happened in that game in that game on Sunday. So it's always a delight to have you on the show, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. All right, guys, have a good one. All right, thank you, Devin McCourty. Later. I was hoping to get maybe a chuckle Something. out of him on nah, that. No I don't think he likes <laughs> nah, no that. No chuckle out of that. He, nope. he likes that. No. Nope. Yeah. All right.